Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Beses Hashem Shalom Bayashir number 187. We're going to discuss today how important it is to have a realistic expectation and a realistic view on physical intimacy, on the sexual aspects of the relationship between a husband and a wife. Um, because it's very common in the secular world, perhaps in our world too, where we compare or we think we compare, or we imagine always grass is greener on the other side. We don't usually have a realistic view on this subject, which causes people to become dissatisfied with their own lives in, when there's really no re- real basis to do so. And with um, Derek Lal, in generally speaking, people have different ranges of interest in this area, but the bottom line is, is that to compare or to think that it's always better elsewhere is a mistake. Of course, in, like everything else in life, if um, you um, want to work on something, like every other aspect in life, of course it's healthy for a couple that love each, loves each other to work with each other to enhance as much as they can on a, in a realistic way their sexual life between each other, their intimate life between each other. That's healthy. That's normal. But we need to understand, with human beings especially, especially with the sensitive feelings that come about between husband and wife, that we tend to become anxious, we tend to become very feel very vulnerable, to share our bodies with our spouse is difficult for many people. Sometimes you have to overcome certain barriers, emotional barriers, psychological barriers to have a healthy connection to one's husband or to one's wife in pertaining to having a sexual experience and a physical intimacy that could be enjoyable for the both of them. But this idea of these books on the market or this, the culture on the outside that just tells you what in their view, in their warped view, what good sex is and what it isn't, is something to basically to throw out the window and not pay attention to. All it makes you is feel worse and, and in a very twisted way, in a very unrealistic way, and there's no reason to do so. Instead, what's very important for every couple is to, between themselves, work it out between their, their personalities to enhance their, their, their physical relationship between themselves as best as they could. And like we said before, we talked a little bit about the concept of a pursuer and a distancer dance that happens in a marriage and other aspects of marriage. It happens also in the sexual intimate realm as well. Um, which could create a lot of pain. Like, for example, if someone's a pursuer, that's the person who generally is the one who initiates the sex, initiates that interest. And then there's the distancer who is not interested or pretends they're not interested or something is blocking them and holding them back from wanting that intimacy. And they have to work through it. You know, they have to work through those things. But the main key is, is to work between themselves in a normal, realistic way. Not using comparison games. Not thinking that other couples uh, are, you know, whatever they do or they don't do. It's really, really doesn't work that way. 
every person is unique and every couple is unique and every couple has the ability to find within themselves to be able to work at a healthy balance to have just like everything else in marriage uh to have a a uh, wonderful healthy physical intimate relationship as well and again you know in culture in hollywood culture and all this american culture you know people like to gloss it advertise it and always say basically that they always have these wonderful sexual experiences with their girlfriend with their boyfriend with their husband and wife and uh to the public you know those they they don't really one issue about american culture is uh, you know some things that are private are supposed to be private of course in terror life we know that's true that's very much emphasized but it's common sense even with the zion mitzvahs of b'nei noyach or in general b'nei noyach should know that private things are meant to be private not public and they fake it they lie it lie and uh it makes no sense to say that you know with everything in life everyone acknowledges they have problems sometimes monetary problems sometimes anxiety sometimes depression sometimes bumps in the road so with everything in life they have bumps in the road all of a sudden when it comes to their sex life everything's always great wonderful unbelievable not realistic it's like every part of life there's ups and downs in a married couple's life sometimes it goes very very well and sometimes there's struggles with it and in that sense it's part of life like any other part of life ruchnius or gashmius where things sometimes go smoother sometimes goes less smooth and the main key behind it is simply to have a realistic expectation and to um, work towards it work towards it in a very mature way and it's important between a husband and wife to work together to get themselves to become very comfortable with one another and to allow each other to experience the physical intimate aspect and the pleasure of it and working towards it with each other and there's no harm in that as a matter of fact it's a very healthy thing and again it's a private thing but it's a very healthy thing and one of the things people shouldn't do is judge your sex drive versus what you think other people have comparing yourself to others and concluding usually very wrongly that you're coming up short that's how human beings create their own unhappiness especially with sex they do that a lot they think everyone else is doing you know unbelievable in that area and you're the only one that is a normal you know that is a human being that has regular life issues with with physical intimacy and you think you're 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 falling short or you think that you lack something or that there's something wrong with your husband there's something wrong with your wife and you start the comparison games and all that stuff which is a very very unhealthy thing i'm not even talking now about the tire view of Suru and being we talked about it in the past we will talk about this in the future too i'm talking now on a simple basic logical reason and the same thing applies to women who have unrealistic expectations on their arousal level on their orgasms how often they have it or don't have it or never have it or whatever it is all these types of things and sometimes it's a very 
normal thing. And when you hyper focus on things, thinking there's things wrong, it 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 it, it creates more tension, more dissatisfaction, and more um, you know frustration. And there's no reason to have that. You work together on things in a calm way. If you notice there's a particular thing that's, you know, that could be an issue, then there are ways to talk about it with a private uh, um, uh, doctor that, um, that, that deals with those type of issues. But that is a very important concept um, to, to, that, that I wanted to bring up because, again, our culture especially and our own minds unfortunately do the same thing where we're always doing a comparison game we always think that other couples are happier than us and it comes naturally of course and you always get the short end of the stick and uh, people do that with other parts of life also whether it's whether it's financial whether it's how many kids they have or don't have or how early or late they found their shidduch or or what you know uh, type of home they have what kahila they belong to, what status in society they are in. And all of this applies also with the idea of sex, sexual intimacy, physical intimacy, that it's very unhealthy and totally counterproductive to have either real or imagined, it's usually imagined comparisons to other people. The main key is, is you work on your own growth and your own spouse's growth together you work towards things but one thing is true in regard to the whole physical intimacy aspect and sexual aspect you know everyone when we talked about it a couple has to make their own personal decision on it but definitely should not be neglected but the key really is and we mentioned this before don't wait until you're in the mood It'll if you start if you if you wait to have physical intimacy until either one of you or both of you are do genuinely want to have that sex at this point, you're gonna wait too long. The desire for sexual intimacy easily goes into hibernation after marriage very often, especially for women after they have children. And the more time you let go by before trying to have sexual, physical intimacy, the harder it will be to start it up again. And then they drift apart. Many people have to push themselves to get started. That's true. But once they get into that mode and they start having that physical intimacy, they start enjoying it and they feel more connected. We've talked about this in the past also. It doesn't make a difference if women feel this way or men feel this way, although we say women after kids very often do feel this way, but the bottom line is that when, if you're going to wait till you're in the mood, it won't happen and you'll drift apart. Sometimes you need to push yourself because of the sake of the marriage, for the sake that it's good for you, and usually what happens is, is that once you get into the experience, you really enjoy it. And when you push yourself, not I mean, we're not talking now about pressuring, you know, pressuring one to the other or things like that. It's a matter of just, you know, feeling that it's important in your marriage. And pushing yourself to, to keep that physical intimacy going will also can help you that that drive in a healthy way, in a teradica way, in a healthy way, keeps going and it does not hibernate, does not go into a uh, total 
um, you know, hibernation, and the marriage thrives that way. So it's very important couples need to know they won't necessarily always feel that natural urge to initiate sex. It's not going to happen very often. Doesn't mean you don't love each other. Doesn't mean you're not attracted to each other. Doesn't mean you're not going to enjoy it once you do engage in this. But whatever in your private um, you know, decision-making of you have as a couple and you realize that it's being too infrequent and we have to um, keep it as a seder in life and it needs to become a normal seder in married life consistency, then it's very important that whether you feel that natural urge or whether you don't, whether you're in the mood of initiating sex or you're not, whether one is, one isn't, or they're both not, it's important to really both make an effort to try to connect that way. Whether you feel aroused, whether you don't feel aroused, try to figure out is how to go about to do it, to, to, to have this physical closeness. Because very often, if you lack this physical closeness, ultimately it'll lead to a lack of emotional closeness, and ultimately it'll lead to them drifting apart. And Baruchni is too. And, and that's a very true thing. So to summarize the idea over here, is it's very important not to have unrealistic expectations about physical intimacy, no comparison games to other people, or to what the culture tells you how you should be in those areas. Instead, you focus inward, just like you work at every other problems or issues in your life or in your marriage. When it comes to physical intimacy, a couple needs to work together with it. Very often, there's no real problem there. It's just a matter of resolving to get comfortable with each other, wanting to please each other, wanting to accommodate each other in this area. And then the last point we said, especially in hectic life and especially after children sometimes, and especially af, you know, as you get older, and it becomes very important physical intimacy when you get when the marriage develops and you get older. Don't think it's not. So you don't wait until you're in the mood because then it'll never happen or very rarely happen and could cause a a lot of issues. While if both of you have this as a priority, even if you're not quote-unquote in the mood and you work it out between the two of you so there's no real conflict there and you work out a schedule or you work out an agreement between one another that accommodates the both of you but that you're both committed to keep it as part of your normal married life. Just like you have a Shabbos table just like you go together for simchas, just like you do with the raising the kids, doing whatever you're doing together with the kids, going on family vacations, or that one of you does the shopping and helps the other, one of them goes to work or they both go to work, one of them helps with, with this whole task and the other one with that. All these things that need to be worked out. The sexual realm is no different. It needs to be worked out. It needs to be um, really a priority in, in their life in a normal, realistic, tyrannical way. Have a wonderful day.